perspective. And welcome to the Table of Perspective, where we take a deeper look into how the internal narrative of an individual determines to the response to life itself and all it entails. Today we have a very exciting show with someone that is going to add their perspective on the show. Mr. Wesley Cicero is joining us all about design, so we'll get straight into it right after the first song. Do enjoy. getting straight into it today i have a very special guest and it is a gentleman by the name of wesley cicero um he's going to introduce himself but just quickly maybe i can jump in one second i basically met him when we were doing the same course in a university and we have the privilege to actually hear his perspective on how that went and what it is it was actually about so mm. who are you and how are we acquainted so wesley cicero i come from boxburg Park. i studied at aie 
ended up getting a job and then furthering my studies within the company. So then obviously GDC doing my first year of graphic designing last year where you and I were placed in a group uh, for the 10% project. Yeah. Then there, I think we were very pressed with work. So then yeah. we had to work <laughs> together as a team. Yeah. Then after that, I know like we submitted that thing and hope for the we best. were, yeah, we hope for the best, but we know we put in like our very best effort. And then it was this year recently, I think it was last month or two months ago, yeah. where we met at the exhibition night. Yeah, the student exhibition. Yeah. And it was only a few of us. No, it was, was ex- literally three of us. Yeah, I was expecting more people to be there. But yeah. luckily, I obviously met you there. And then we just had a conversation. And then you ended up inviting me. So it's it it really a privilege to be here. So. And it's an honor to have you. <laughs> um, we unfortunately do not have Zante Devine with us. No, it would have been great been to cool. have her on. We, we kind of collaborated on that project. I don't know that I added very much to the project, but uh, you know what? We, oh, we, we threw it in at the end. Worked out, we hope. And we, we did graduate from the project. But just to confirm, you studied multimedia or graphic design? I studied graphic design. Okay, and why is it that you're, um, you, you had different lecturers, I believe? Yeah, so we had two. We only had two. Mm-hmm. Our theory, it was basically our... Yeah, it was the theory part. Uh, Suzanne was her name. She taught us critical studies. So basically okay. going into depth about the westernized, how can I say, movements that influenced uh, us here at Africa or like yeah. the people in Africa and artists and why they did specific things mm-hmm. uh, is because obviously the influence and all their cultures yeah. that they grew up from. So it was basically learning about that, the theory of mm-hmm. design and why people done it the way they did or why the style is being used in yeah. that manner and things like that, just for us to understand. And then it was Tyler, who was our design lecturer. So he okay. showed us how to use the software, how to... We'd learn about different art styles and art mm. movements, and then we'd implement it, obviously getting our feedback from him. So those were our two, mm. and that's how it used to work. And did you do it online, or was it in person? It was online. I didn't have a choice. I would have yeah. loved to do it full time, but Impressive. unfortunately, I have to attend to a job. <laughs> yeah, both of us. Yeah. <laughs> so I think I, I, maybe I can ask your perspective on this. Yeah. Since we were both working uh, full time at, at the time when we were studying, do you think that that somehow pushed you to study more efficiently because you now had this other responsibility on top of you? Uh, Would yeah. you say that you the the maybe the quality of your work was even refined through that process? Hundred uh, percent. You there's no place for failure. If yeah. you do, then <laughs> you, you people will see basically, yeah. especially like in this field. If you rush something and you can't, or you have to explain something, you maybe give a final project in it, and it's proper like it looks excellent but then if it comes to where you have to explain and back it up that's where people are gonna see like oh okay so you basically just threw this on a piece of paper and now (laughs) that's it's very true but what more so I was asking is if you perhaps had the opportunity to study full-time would you have worked as efficiently could you consider that as as, as something if you're assessing the way that you work as, mm, as a person, mm, mm. Um, do you think that having the additional responsibility of work as well as studying at the same time, um, how would that impact your, your way of studying, actually? Okay, and I see what you're saying. Now. Um, I believe the pressure is necessary for me. Okay. Otherwise, if I have too much freedom, 
I use tend it. to protect, pro- procrastinate, sorry. Yeah. And then it's like at the last moment. So rather, I'd rather basically have the pressure, even though it's sometimes not nice, but it's necessary. Yeah. It only, like, like you mentioned, it defines your work. I see. So. It's interesting. So a question that I had was, so when we were actually at the student exhibition, um, we were talking about the concept of how design doesn't necessarily have much um, intrinsic value. As in, if you were to put the, uh, the work field of a doctor next to a designer, mm. you'd obviously have a higher value to a doctor because they have a direct impact on, on humanity. Yeah. Um, but you as a designer who has cho- chosen this field of work, obviously there must be value in it for you. If you can maybe explain a little bit of why it is that you have that attachment to it or why do you see a future in that for yourself? Mm. Okay, that is, I like the way you put it though because... I hope like, that it helps <laughs> yeah. I, I would love to hear your perspective. Yeah, no. So obviously, like you mentioned, doctor, designer, yeah. two different things. Um, but I won't say they have the same impact because yeah. a doctor is with your life. A designer is basically, there's, you, you have a sense of expression. Mm-hmm. And when you do get it out there, it's for your viewers to express or the people who are watching you or mm-hmm. your base that you've built. So in terms of that, um, I feel like as a designer, when you do do your work and you do do your own thing, because usually it's for us to be independent unless you work okay. for a company whose brand is already built and set. Yeah. So then what you do is obviously just, they'll tell you what to do basically. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> unless they do give you that freedom of expression. But... <laughs> I'd say, like what I've seen is through, it would motivate someone basically. Okay. If it's, I'm doing quotes, like basically if I can say, if I'm doing quotes and then I make it look nice and like for me as a designer, looking Mm. at it, seeing like what style he used or thinking like how he does that, that really intrigues me and it's motivational and it's also inspiring to see like there are people actually doing this work. So yeah which basically has an impact on my life to do more. So I'd I'd say it's a cool for me it's a cool concept. Okay. Through yeah. pictures, through images. Again it's a platform for you to express yourself. So yeah. how you do that, I'm not sure how it gets to people. Yeah. But if they do see it like on Instagram and it's easily like yeah. found it can be easily found if you use obviously your hashtags and that. But um yeah I think it impacts people in multiple ways like i'd have for example yesterday i just watched the spider-man movie and the animation on that was crazy um storyline as well but yeah the thing that caught my eye was like the the visuals the visuals basically Mm. and which it's it's it entails it's part of my yeah part of my career so the work and the effort and mm. all those things, like the ideas, basically just letting your mind explode and yeah. putting it out on canvas. And that's one thing that I do enjoy like about this yeah. is being able to think about something and then putting it on a canvas. and yeah. Offering it to the world. Yeah. <laughs> we did this project, I don't know if, if you also had it, um, mm. where we had to do a study of the history of design going into... Um, AI and how it's going to influence the future and whatnot. Um, I don't know how much of, or or rather what was the focus of your research when you're doing that, but we've seen the development of design change like in extreme amounts in the past five, ten years. Mm. Um, 
from your perspective as not only a consumer, but also as a designer, um, is there not too much manipulation in the way that people are using design? This is now a concern of mine, yeah. but I'm hoping that I can maybe get your perspective on this because uh, one of the hesitancies I had about the field of design yeah. is that with marketing, you are basically trying to coerce people to use these visuals, which are <laughs> visually appealing and everyone loves seeing them mm. um, and they draw people into it, but it's also being used in such a way to manipulate people to, I don't know, make purchases or to um, participate in things that they're not necessarily mm. you know, agreeing with. What is your, your view on that? Okay, so I wouldn't look at it as manipulating. It okay. can be manipulative in a sense, but if you have a brand like... And let me use Nike as an example. Is I'm not sure how long they've been here, but I know they have a very strong brand, and yeah. they market to, if I can say, to the to the rebels, like the people who okay. want to keep get going, and they motivate them. And yeah. this is the picture that they're pushing. Like we see you, yeah. so just keep going. I wouldn't say it's it's manipulative. It's like building trust, basically, with okay. your consumers in that because there are people who are willingly going to the shops and buying like Nikes because yeah. they like the brand. Yeah. So it's for me it's the it's the trust and I wouldn't say it's manipulated. Although the designs we do it's always based off something. Yeah. So you do manipulate a design in a sense. But yeah, I wouldn't say from my perspective yeah. again, like it's uh, manipulation. I see. Um, mm. no I do appreciate that because it's it was definitely a concern that that came up quite a few times. Mm. Um, you know, because a lot of the time what happens is you end up either as a designer, I, there's many like facets or, yeah. or different um, paths that you could take. Um, but you'd either end up in like a design firm where you're having to, like you, you mentioned earlier, do what your boss tells you. Yeah. Um, and then there's the option of freelancing where you're now having to basically go and like get your own, um, your own customers. Uh, but then again, you are basically the filter of their vision. And mm. you're the, the creator of being able to produce something that will benefit their business or themselves. Mm. Um, so you as a designer are not necessarily getting the, the reward in <laughs> a sense um, of people knowing that you made it. But you're the one who is marketing the, the, the customer's idea. So mm. in saying that, um, there's obviously caution needed because you're now going to be the reason why someone thrives or someone fails. Mm. Was that any? Was that a concern that you might have had early on, or <laughs> no. did you just like you're like I'm going to succeed at this. This is going to work out. You know they're going to get their business if they need it. Um, is that what was your view on that? So it's like hey. an intimidating. Yeah. Process, yeah. <laughs> so no, I really didn't. Sorry, no. I really didn't think of it in that manner. Like my design would be a downfall to someone because yeah. that's that's kind of active. But it's it it's is. a cool perspective to put it, um, if you put it like that. But no, I really haven't thought about it in that sense. But all I did was I I really look in the beginning. Now mm -hmm. I didn't know what was gonna happen, what I was gonna do. Yeah. Art was there. Okay. Within Matric, it was there, and then. Uh, I found AIE by chance. It was on a random day same. where I went. And then I, same day, my mom was like, nah, you're going to get signed up. And then done the design techniques. And yeah. then from there, that's where like my experience, my work experience started from. So I really just, my eyes were closed and I was taking steps yeah. and steps and just 
trusting and having faith that this is where I'm supposed to be. So yeah. I really, that's why, like, that's why I said I didn't think it would. No. <laughs> I feel like the vast majority of people don't like have sleepless nights over the idea of making someone's company fail potentially before you even like started the project. <laughs> no, 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 no. Um, obviously that could happen, but yeah. that comes from your effort. Yeah. That's that's a good point. Um, I would definitely agree with that. I thank you for that honest opinion, <laughs> though. And I think it will help a lot of people if mm. that is something they're considering. Um, so maybe just a funny question. Mm. Um, your favorite type of genre of movie based on posters you've seen? Movie based on posters? So are you more animation? Are you more drama, action? Because all of that is part of design. You're yeah. pl- applying all of <laughs> the principles of design to make someone want to watch a movie that mm. they've never seen. That's, that's a cool concept. So you mentioned Spider-Man. Yeah. Why did you watch it? Is it because of the long-running brand? The legacy? Is this just something on the TV? It, it's a part of the long-running brand because yeah. from the first one that I've seen, I know it was Tobey Maguire and Marvel has been in since then growing up making those movies and then yeah. eventually getting to the coolest one that I know, uh, Miles. Well, coolest, huh? uh, in my opinion, the coolest one I know, Miles Morales, because of the comic book style okay. and that. Like, as a kid, I didn't... I didn't read comics or okay. buy comics, so what I would do is get stickers, like these stickers that yeah. they used to sell um, after school, like these, yeah, basically, and then I'd stick them on my cupboard and then draw from them, but I never wow. had comic books, so for me to see, like, how far, like, this whole thing has come, from like, the, the yes, like, from the beginning, like, there's comics or versions of Spider-Man, since yeah. it's all Spider-Verse, um, that I didn't know of, but to see them implemented in and make it kind of like their own, yeah. basically, like their own style. So it, it's cool. It's cool see. to see like how they manipulated. Um, but based off the cover, I don't think it was based off the cover, even though it's cool. Um, but something, I think a clean design, yeah. um, if it really is eye-catching, mm. colorful, or just like, clean and I can see okay now this would be interesting but I think the movies basically get us off of the trailers I see yeah Yeah. Um, would you maybe we can go back to the point that you made earlier about Mm. art was always there was that part of the reason why you uh, entertained the idea of being a designer yeah maybe you can walk us through some of the process uh, of thought that you went through as you like considered this as a part no no 100% Um, it was always like I said it was always there so it's something I enjoy doing. Okay. And when I found out about graphic designing, I was like, oh, there's like actually a, something, a niche or a yeah, career that career. I can follow, like from drawings or just basically uh, manipulating or using art in a cool manner. So yeah. I was really intrigued. And then ever since then, I didn't change my mind. I knew. Really? Yeah, I swear I knew. Um, People like you are interesting to find. <laughs> no, I swear. Really? Like... It comes from even the stickers yeah. that I used to draw. My mom also used to do these big like drawings on A3 canvas. And so from then, it's, I think it's been developing. Yeah. And then until I had to find a career because for me in matric, I, I didn't have no uh-huh. direction. Wow. I didn't I have any direction. I thought I was in that boat. <laughs> <laughs> 
the vast majority unless like you really grew up in I don't I honestly don't know how it happens that people are like I'm gonna become an astronaut <laughs> no one's gonna tell me anything I'm gonna study science yeah. I'm gonna fail I'm gonna keep going I'm gonna go step on the moon I, yeah I you know it, we're just not both like that not all of us mm. so you said um, for art you what kind of type of art do you use or do you make is it more um, hyper realistic is it surrealism is it like uh, comic designs what is it that you I, most enjoy i would like to do comic designs okay. um but what i've been doing is illustrations really? so yeah no hyper realistic but a sense of realism in okay. there for me that's a cool concept um taking it from pictures and then obviously these colors in rgb that mm-hmm. pop and like they catch your eye like oh maybe you can even see a little more detail because of the way it's done like in someone's face like it's just it's it's a cool concept so it's been illustrations that I've been doing otherwise um yeah illustrations and if it's not tracing from a picture because that's how we would that's how I would do an illustration um it okay. would be a hand drawn oh, really? image yeah so something that I think about and then maybe if I need my hand to draw it then I have it as, as a reference. reference basically yeah. so that's the type of drawings that I do I see and from your opinion or in your opinion what is the most annoying drawing that you see people do all the time because <laughs> there there's like this one like category of drawings that everyone does at least like for the first 10 years of their life <laughs> <I feel> like, <laughs> or there's just too many of them like everyone does an eye drawing and, and there's just too many eye drawings out there and some of them are just like how many more eye drawings are we going to do until we find something else to draw I mean, there's, oh. a, there's an intricacy to it. Yeah. The eye is very detailed. Mm, um, mm, mm. But what would you say is you're kind of sick of seeing? <laughs> sick of seeing. Mm. I mean, there there's, you know, Marvel characters. Again, all really phenomenal. Yeah, imagery, yeah, no, no, no. But if you could maybe just ask people to take it easy. <laughs> <laughs> on drawing on, those things. On a drawing, okay. Um. Or just skip over that category for a while. <laughs> Um, I don't, nothing's coming nothing to my head, me. but, um, I see something recently, mm-hmm. uh, the maximalism where okay. it would be these, um, words, words, and then it's a picture of a Roman statue and oh, then yes. that, that type of thing. I There's think a that's, lot of that yeah. Right <laughs> it's like throwing in the old and the new, and like yeah. really merging them. Yeah. Yeah. It is a lot of them are kind of cringe. I would say that. <laughs> I would say that a lot of the words are not necessarily beneficial, and they just mm. like plot, they just put it on, and it, it looks appealing. It does, but it really doesn't seem <laughs> to have a lot of value. Uh, maybe I could ask you another question about um, an animation style. Do you watch anime? Yeah, I do. And do you have a top five? Um, uh, top five. Top three. Number okay, one? I can do top three. Okay. I think I could do top three. Um, number one, you're gonna say uh, I don't know—is it the correct word? Cliche. Um, DBZ. Okay. No, but so. DBZ <laughs> is what we grew up on, man. It's not cliche. It was a time period of existence. But still, like now that we have access access to um, these different ones, there's like a lot. There's too many. There's you see, there's, there's a lot. So people would say, ah, oh, cliche, man. Um, but yeah, DBZ would be the top one. The bread and butter, man. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Sword Art Online. Really? And I think they're on Charlotte. It's an anim- anime on Netflix. I, see. I don't know if you've seen, but it's kind of cool. Interesting. So, on that, 
how do you have you seen that the Japanese animation differs mm. to Western animation? Because you mentioned like Spider-Man, that's yeah. like Western animation. Then mm. in, you know, as opposed to anime, which is completely different, a whole other world of, yeah. of animation. Um, do you prefer one over the other? Is there specific things in it that you maybe um, enjoy more, or you wish to see on either spectrum? Just so. some some view on that. I I wouldn't say I enjoy it I guess it depends what anime and what movie so yeah. if I DBZ and Spider-Man I really don't know but yeah. um in terms of animation and style and if I can bring the story into it I would say Dragon Ball is a classic yeah. because of the detail that the details and um Nostalgia. Yeah, the nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I can use that as a. It's an argument. <laughs> this is the thing. Um, sorry to interrupt. No, no, I, it's okay. Because this is the whole. This, this is the whole thing about design. Is that it's very subjective, mm. and you as a viewer have these certain memories that you recall design of, yeah. and it has a place in your life because of where it was at that time when yeah. you experienced it. Um, so you can continue explaining on that. <laughs> but yeah, I would say um, I'd prefer DBZ because of. I mean, the fight scenes as well. Like it's the fight. Scenes. It, it's the simplest <laughs> thing, that yeah. It can be a whole detailed thing where you see the guy punch the other guy, but then it's sometimes we standing back with the crown, and then we just see these lines yeah. across the street, which it, it is kind of cool concept. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I would say DBZ, uh, but obviously, like they've also evolved their design style in a sense like now it's much more cleaner uh, again just the detail like the light if you see Goku in Ultra Instinct you see his cheekbones yeah. that are shadows but then the rest of his face like has light and yeah. it's like it's cool that's a great thing to mention actually have you seen or, or other would you say that um, a lot of the older concepts that we, we originated with the yeah. design you, would you say that it's lost a lot of its like value or rather a lot of its maybe impact in trying to make it more like visually appealing? We've now have... Okay, so I guess it, it ties into how design is constantly changing. Mm. Have we lost the original value of a thing because it's now becoming something different completely? So everything is more refined. Everything is more detailed. Everything is AI-oriented mm. and making everything seem a lot more visually appealing. But we're losing like eight bit stuff. We're mm, losing like mm, the original mm. design aspects. No, does I, everything have its place, or must it go forward? <laughs> I think both. Everything okay. has its place, but it must go forward. Like, Interesting. Um, we we in a obviously society now that like you're saying design is evolving. Like everything is evolving around yeah. us. Things where things maybe would have been messy, or like the eight bit that's pixelated. That's I'm going to say it looks messy in a yeah. sense um, to this HD driven story game that's yeah. hyper realistic. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> um, it, it's a cool thing. Like we wouldn't appreciate the 8-bit if we didn't see the really? HD. Yeah, I believe yes. so. Because if PlayStation, let me just make an example, kept on doing 8-bit things, mm. then we were going to be like, nah, well, what's happening if yeah. Xbox is like upping the game Trying yeah, to put constantly. in more detail and things like that. Then yeah. we're just having more vivid nightmares of <laughs> We used to have nightmares of of eight bit yeah. blood. Now it's, now it's 
Yeah. HD blood, man. Yeah. Sorry, continue. No, um, so yeah, I'd say that I appreciate the evolving, but I also okay. appreciate the nostalgic um, yeah. memories of the old school type of thing. Yeah. Very interesting. Um, we're going to go straight into our second song and then we are going to wrap things up. Um, so, so far, such a lovely conversation. It's really <laughs> a lot of fun to have, um, but we will get straight into it just now. wrapping things up so um just to i guess close off on your the, the last point that you made concerning mm. the evolving of design um in the year 2040 if the world <laughs> still exists what do you perceive we will have in terms of design because within the past few i feel like months even um the way that ai has been influencing design designers perhaps even losing their positions because mm. we have this computer that allows us to do everything we desire yeah. with a touch of a button. Yeah. We're learning how to become people who only give prompts 
uh, to the internet, to, to, the, to the computer, to produce stuff for yeah. us, instead of having a, you know, in-person contact with, with people. Uh, what's your perspective on that? It's deep. <laughs> it's deep, but it's obviously something that's only going to go forward. Like, yeah. people are just going to start paying. Like, I see now it's a, it's a subscription you have to do for AI. Yeah. So, it's definitely going to be a part of corporate companies, if I yeah. can say, that will manipulate the AI. And if they do need to get a design done or, like, a image that they describe, like, physically from their words pasted on there it's 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 gonna be kind of a problem really? <laughs> I, I, I say I, i'd say kind of because um for a designer actually to sit back and like plot it down and yeah. get it done and f- send it through for reviews i mean that plays a role because yeah it does um it's a large part of the process yeah exactly and if you're gonna i, I don't know how it's gonna work if you're getting a a computer that does exactly what you say where's like the fun or the authentic mm. side in that you know what I mean so it's it's I've, I believe it's gonna be a problem but it's That's nothing true. that we can't work around I mean are machines going to take over the world <laughs> yeah, yeah. do you believe that the end is near is this is, what, what's your view on that Wesley <laughs> no, no comment uh, <laughs> I don't know if they have enough time to the till they can do that. So really? I'm not sure. Yeah. Wow, that's <laughs> controversial. Um, something that actually Michael Samuel said on one of the interviews when we did, uh, you know, thing on AI, is he was saying how the very definition of the word artificial, um, the artificial intelligence, mm. it lacks authenticity. Yeah. And, <laughs> and that's I think uh, what you were mentioning yeah. in the sense of it has its place mm-hmm. as a designer. You have your place. How how long we're going to be able to fight for that? We don't know. Uh, we don't know how that's going to work out. But let's say you, you can't be a designer anymore. What are you going to do? Where are you going? What's the plan? <laughs> um, yeah, I haven't thought about that. You know. <laughs> okay, I'm not putting you like on no, the no, block, no, 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 no. I'm saying let's. Okay, maybe let me word it slightly differently. If you no longer were going to go into the field of design, what would you do? You have the opportunity to do anything. Okay? anything. Let's say with no limitations. Yeah. You literally could wake up one morning and say, I'm going to change the, the outcome of my life. I'm going to become what? What a is the black? Soccer player. A soccer player? <laughs> yeah. Really? And what yeah. position are you playing? Midfield. Really? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> and why is that? Soccer has also been a big part of me, a big part of my uh, journey growing up. Mm-hmm. So, getting like from small, but just getting the soccer ball that your mom bought you, and then yeah. playing with your cousins outside, it, it definitely plays a role to going inside and watching this team that you're wearing. Like you don't even have a choice. Like the the team is chosen for yeah. you, and from there is where you have to build this relationship. I don't know if I can say okay. what the squad like yeah. go through its ups and downs, and True. so. That's why, like, the, soccer is also a big, has a big influence. Yeah, it's a big passion. Yeah, yes, Are yes, you, yes. Uh, so, let's say you had to watch a soccer game, but you had to keep silent. Do you think you would win? 
<laughs> would, you, would you succeed? Are you able to, con- you know, reserve yourself to the point of, of uh, let's say you have a million, uh, million on the line? <laughs> yeah. Can you keep quiet? Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Okay, well, we're trusting you for that one. Um, but as a whole, thank you so much for coming through, Rosie. It was thank a, you for really a pleasure me. to be able to have this conversation with you. We hope to have you back again. If there's anything else that you maybe want to share. Um, if you change your perspective on yeah. things, I uh, would appreciate that as well. Um, but any closing words, what would you like to finish off with? Closing words. Just, I don't know, what's coming to my mind now is just be, just be you. Interesting. Is this your brand, your branding? Just no. be you. No. <laughs> okay. All right. Um, well, we do appreciate your authentic self and being yeah. able to uh, offer you. some of your stories as well. Uh, those were a lot of fun to listen to. So that's all from us. Thank you so much for joining in. We hope that you enjoyed listening to it. And um, cheers.
This is Ready On Demand. What you want, when you want it. It's Active FM. Active FM.